Hello and welcome to the Daily Post podcast. My name is Yuri Mello. I will be your host as I guide you through the most valuable and relevant emotional and psychological ideas. Ideas that will transform your perspective and enhance your personal life and relationships. Let's do this. This is episode number 46. Hello and good day to all of you. I honestly can't believe that it's week 46. I hope this day finds you well. I hope it finds you smiling. I hope it finds you hopeful and ready to refocus and recommit your attention to nurturing, feeding, and caring for your relationships more deliberately and a little bit more intentionally. Look, I have no idea what your life is like. I don't know how busy you are. I don't know how you feel generally about your life and the relationships in it. But this week, should you choose to accept that I wish to persuade you and that lovely brain of yours to prioritize the relationships in your life. Look, I don't know what your life is like, but there is a Groundhog's Day element to my life. My life is full of patterns. It's full of repetition. It's full of good and bad habits, right? I mean, we just spoke about this this last week. And of course, habits and patterns can be absolutely awesome. They can fuel us, help us to grow, help us to develop. Remember, right? Our brain is made to create patterns. It's made to expand. It's made to constantly take in our daily actions and then to simplify them, taking what initially begins as very conscious and then ultimately making them unconscious. And we've talked about it before. This is awesome for driving. It's awesome for talking. It's awesome for writing, walking, exercising, and a multitude of other tasks. But unfortunately, We do not want our relationships to become unconscious. We don't want them to become shortcuts. We want them to be visible. We want them to be conscious. We want them to be deliberate. We want them to be full of feeling instead of numb and feeling less. So this week is really about that. It's really a gentle shakeup, a a gentle awakening out of this sleep, right? Out of our redundant patterns to a revival of sorts, right? To make your actions, your words, your attention more mindful. I can do this. In fact, I believe that I must do this. And I'm taking a wild leap here and assuming that you must as well. The object of your attention this week is your spouse. It's your children. It's your parents, your siblings, it's your coworkers and friends. So join me, right? Now, you know the first thing that I think about when I think of nurturing? I think of a gardener. I think of my mom's description of me and my and my siblings as the roses in her garden. In fact, I think of the parable of the sower in the Bible. Another name for this short parable, this short story, is the parable of the soils. And regardless of your religious affiliation or not, this short story is absolute genius and it is full of symbolism and meaning. So check it out. 
The story is told of this individual, this sower, right? This individual who goes out to plant seeds, who goes to sow seeds. And as he walks out into this magnificent field, imagine that as he's walking across these paths, right, that go through and all around this field, and as he's going through that, he is throwing out these seeds to sow. And some of these seeds fall on this path, this hard, walked-on path. And some of these other seeds fall among rocks and hard ground, and some of these other seeds fall among the weeds, and some of these other seeds fall on ground that is soft, on soft ground. And the seeds that fall upon the path, right, the birds come down and pluck the seeds out and eat them, and they're gone. They disappear. The seeds that fall among the rocky ground, they grow, but the roots are shallow. And so as a result, when the sun comes out, when the struggles come out, when difficult times come, the seed, the, the plant that is growing simply crumbles and burns up in the sun. The seed that falls among the weed, among the weeds, grows as well, but it ends up being choked out, choked out because of the weeds and the and the and all the moisture that they suck up. It deprives the seed of good moisture, of good growth. And I would say that that is symbolic of something that I will describe just a little bit later, which is just the overwhelming pressure of the world and the lives that we live in, that they choke the life out of our relationships. And the last seeds fall on soft ground. And the difference between that ground and the other grounds, right, the path, the rocks, the weeds, is that that ground has been prepared. It's been broken, it's been plowed, the rocks have been removed out of there, and as a result, this ground is ready, it's soft, and it's receptive. And that's what this week is all about. It's about us plowing the field, removing the rocks, weeding the garden, it's all about making sure that those relationships that we have last and that they give off fruit throughout our lives over and over and over again. So I'm going to throw out some tips that will guide your efforts. And of course, you can come up with your own. You have your own ideas. You're a creative machine. And so, but here are just some that came to mind as I was preparing for this simple podcast Number one, greet your loved ones when you see them, whether it's in the morning, whether it's at bedtime, whether it's you walking in from work or receiving your spouse from work or on a phone call or when your kids walk in from school or when you pick them up from school or on a text, greet the people in your life more mindfully, more consciously instead of sleepwalking through those moments Say goodnight and mean it. Say hello and mean it. Greet them with excitement, with joy, with a smile on your face, with a little bit of light in your eyes. Hug them, embrace them, kiss them, do whatever you need to do. 
but do it more consciously and mindfully. Two, show interest and ask the people in your life questions. I admit I have a tendency to be completely self-absorbed, meaning I'm completely caught up in my life in my thoughts, in my body, completely caught up on what must be done, etc. And as a result, I end up being turned in instead of turned outward, right? Instead of attentive. But this week, I will change. This will change. You and I will show interest and ask the people in our lives questions, questions about their life. And when they answer, we will And this is tip number three. We will listen. And we will do so with our eyes. We will do so by turning our whole bodies toward that person. We will listen and gently redirect our attention to the things that that person is saying. We can do this. We can settle ourselves into listening because that is what matters. Everything else is periphery. It matters more than anything we have going on. So this week, take a deep breath. Steal your mind. Re-aim your brain towards those things that are of the greatest worth. Be an active listener. Ask questions and seek to understand. Four, compliment the ones around it, around you. Do it freely. Do it often. This week, don't be stingy about your your compliments. Instead, be generous, be liberal, and just let those beautiful things flow out of your mouth towards your children. Wish them well. Compliment as they leave the door. Do the same for your spouse, and it'll improve your day and theirs. Number five, offer to help those around you. The simple question, is there something I can help you with today? is a magical phrase. And if the answer comes back positive, do your very best to be responsive to their request. Number six, be affectionate to the people in your life. Whether it's with a kiss or a hug or hand-holding or a side hug or a fist bump, turn it up a little bit for heaven's sakes. Add a little bit of attention to it. Don't just go through the motions. The motions are the enemy this week. This week, it's all about you paying attention differently. I think you will be pleasantly surprised what difference this makes for you this week. Number seven, have fun and bring joy to wherever you are and where you go. Bring a smile. Courageously bring a smile. Just do it. Bring a smile to the environment that you're in and inspire the people around you by your kindness, by your goodness, by your suggestions, by the fun that you're going to bring. Well, what do you say, my friends? Should we do this? Absolutely. Join me and let's nurture our relationships this week. Let's do it mindfully. Oh, what the heck? Let's keep doing it even after that. Let's do it for the remainder of our lives. And whenever we fall, whenever we see ourselves falling back into those motions, into that groundhog day-like existence, 
Let's bring ourselves back to more mindfulness, mindfulness, and let's nurture, let's plow that ground, let's keep it soft, let's keep it so that things can grow and grow and grow and give forth fruit after fruit after fruit. And I will see you tomorrow for some more inspiration and some more tips. And good luck this week.